Welcome to You Heard It Here, a McPherson Media Group podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest news from your region. I'm Lachlan Durling and I'm joined here at the microphones with Morgan Dyer. Morgan, how are you? I'm well, thanks, Lockie. How are you? Good, good. I thought we'd get straight into it and see what's making news for today on the 25th of August. Sounds like a plan. Very good. Um, I want to start with the Cool Heads Young Driver Program. What can you tell me about that one? Yeah, really interesting. So the devastating effects of road trauma will be discussed virtually on Wednesday night. So the Cool Heads Young Driver Program is an annual event, um, usually held at the event centre in Shepparton. um, And it's a rite of passage for most teenagers. But yeah, going virtual at 7pm uh, via the iWatch Greater Shepparton Police Service Area Facebook page. So yeah, it will still be the same uh first-hand accounts, uh, hearing from locals who have been um, impacted by these serious um, road accidents. Yeah, yeah. I hear um, they're hearing from um, Major Collision Investigation Detective Steve Hill Yeah, and a local father, um, Kevin Kimberlin, who lost his son, Ross, in 2009. Yeah. So, so it's going to be pretty powerful. Yeah, really powerful night. And I think um, it could be even a reminder for us older drivers to tune back in. Um, I want to move on to a Moama family um, who had, well, they had a house fire. So, young Haley, it's her 12th birthday on Saturday and all she wants is somewhere for her family to live. Yeah, that's not really what you want at your 12th birthday, is it? COVID and everything else? Yeah, really big year for this family. So, single mum Alicia and four siblings have nothing but the clothes uh, on their backs. Uh, but they managed to save their puppy and I think pet turtle. Yeah, and um, there was one positive actually. They said when they went back to look through their stuff, they found their cat as well. Oh, beautiful. So they did lose their bird, but they have that and they said that the support from the community has been pretty overwhelming, I think. There's been um, local like dance schools and their actual um, primary school as well helping out with you know things like clothes, uniforms, um, meals and stuff. So... They're staying with um, her partner's uh, family, I believe, at this stage. So they said it's a bit squishy at this stage, but they're um, looking to get back on their feet soon. So, Yeah, it's just amazing that that community support uh, in such a critical time for everyone uh, living in COVID times. It's really amazing that people can still back a family up who have lost everything. Emergency services are still working to determine the cause of the house fire. It was pretty... Um, Pretty dramatic when they turned up. They said there were flames coming out of the roof when they arrived at 4pm on Sunday. Wow. And there was a whole lot of flames out the back of the house. So they were brought it under control and left about, what, two and a half hours later. So it was lucky there was no injuries and the neighbours were home to um, help out the kids and they took them out of the house because the kids were home and um, took them into their homes and sat them down and calmed them down. So it's good to hear. Um, still in Echuca, uh, the border bubble is blowing up again. Yes, how brilliant. Although I, I haven't been able to experience it, of course. We're the um, have-nots over we're here in Shepparton. Yeah, so. the Mexicans over here. <laughs> and uh, we're not allowed in their bubble. So the new announcement is uh, the 50k border bubble zone is reopening. So earlier uh, in the month, it was only 2.5 kilometre border bubble. But yeah, it's opening back up to the 50k. So people can go about their daily lives, um, medical supplies, education uh, and caring for vulnerable people. Yeah. And there's also a um, 100 kilometre bubble as well for agriculture workers. So I believe it's early days yet, but they say it's coming in in the next seven to 10 days. So um, 
obviously, you know, all the local members there are pretty happy both sides of the river to see what they called as some common sense. I think a um, member for Murray, Helen Dalton, said that she or she made more than 500 phone calls and emails to ministers urging mm. them to ease the restrictions. So I imagine it's a fairly exciting thing um, to get that small step. I think if you live near it, you're really impacted by it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it essentially be um, like closing down the causeway between Shep and Marupna. Exactly. Back over in Shepparton now, and a really tragic accident happened two weeks ago. Uh Two-year-old boy died, uh, drowned in a freak accident in Grahamvale. Yeah, yeah, um, Hunter Boyle. Um, it was a really, really tragic thing to hear. And, you know, the parents have described him as a kid with the heart the size of Philip. So, so today was his funeral. Yeah, so it's making news again today. And a truck convoy led the, led the funeral. Yeah, they had a procession um, down the street at truck convoy and then um, people lined their streets as well to pay their respects. So... It's a really interesting way to do things, I guess, with the um, COVID-19 pandemic playing out. But it's a great way to um, honour, you know, a little boy who was loved by the community and by his parents, Matt and Ashley. So um, we're going back to Chukamaima again, just bouncing between the two, even though technically we're not allowed out there. We're going there virtually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going, um, I go everywhere virtually these oh, days. Exactly. So I go just up the coast, <laughs> the Tassie, everywhere virtually. I'm living through um, people's Instagram stories at the moment. Oh, so, yeah. I know. Those New South Wales kids. Oh, oh, don't even get me started on the Queenslanders either. Oh, don't. Yeah, I've just stopped looking. Um, but we are being encouraged to swap our cars for bikes tomorrow. So the um, Active Transport Group over there is encouraging everyone um, tomorrow to park it for the planet. Um, so it's kind of a national initiative to cut carbon emissions and take a bike instead of the car to work or um, around to the supermarket. Yeah, so car transport is one of Australia's biggest contributors to carbon emissions and more than 18% of Australia's greenhouse gas emissions in 2019 were attributed to petrol and gas-powered vehicles. So really important one if you have a bike or... Um, yeah, yeah, lace up and go for a walk. Um, yeah. They're also encouraging everyone, if you are riding, to go to the Bicycle Network website, which is bicyclenetwork.com.au and um, register your rides so that they can actually count how much greenhouse gases we're preventing by swapping the car for a bike. Beautiful. And Victorians still living under coronavirus restrictions can easily be involved in it. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Use your bike. You can either just um, go to exercise or you can go shopping for essential items. One of those four reasons. So I guess if you're in a smaller town, it's no real excuse if you're doing less than 5Ks. No, exactly. I hear the weather's supposed to be great, sure. Yeah, this weather. Uh, just watch out for those swooping birds at the moment, though. <laughs> Perfect segue. Yes, swooping season is upon us again. I, yeah. I've actually seen a couple of, speaking of Instagram stories, I've seen a couple of people posting and they've actually just got videos of them getting swooped by magpies on their walk. Well, I got swooped by a plover the other day in Kyala uh, around Lake 2, but they kind of hover. They don't actually peck you, which is one good thing about getting swooped by a plover. If there's such a good thing as getting yeah. swooped by a bird. Yeah, yeah, they do <laughs> tend to stay away from you. But we're also asking people actually to highlight the swooping hotspots in town mm. um, in either Achukamima or in Shepparton. I think even Rochester may be doing it as well. So if you have got a hotspot that you want to report... Um, you can check it out on the Riverine Herald or the Shep News Facebook page. We've put up a story and we're asking for your feedback so we can create a map, I guess, of sort of yeah. what's happening in town. And, yeah, just finally, how's coronavirus looking in the region, Lockie? Uh, yes, so we have currently 17 active cases of coronavirus as well as 
49 total cases. So mm-hmm. good to see that a few have recovered. Um, I hear as well that Shepparton Villages has managed to um, nip their outbreak in the bud, which is really, really impressive. Amazing news. Really yeah. positive. So I think that's good. We can end on a sort of a high there. Some yeah, good definitely. Just keep washing those hands and social distancing. And Don't we'll forget be your mask. Over before we know it, hopefully. Fingers yes. crossed. Keys, phone, wallet, mask. That's what I have to remember now. Yes. I'm going to need a longer list. I know. I need a notepad. <laughs> uh, great stuff, Lockie. You interesting things making news this today. Absolutely. That was all that made headlines. Um, if you want to see any more stories, you can go to Shep News. That's S-H-E-P-P news.com.au or riverineherald.com.au or your local non-daily paper in your area. We'll be back with more tomorrow.